Welcome to Let's Talk Socials, the social media podcast that helps service providers to level up their Instagram game and become more confident at it. In this podcast, you learn about the latest updates and trends in the social media space and get a glimpse into my life as a social media manager and coach. Let's get started. Let's Talk Socials. Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Socials. I'm really excited about this episode. But I also hope that the audio is going to be alright because our neighbors are low-key knocking their house and garage to the ground at the moment. <laughs> My whole house is vibrating and where there has been a house last week is now nothing. So I hope you can't hear that in the background. Let's face it, social media burnout is very much a thing, especially for business owners. Since for a lot of businesses, social media is one of the main marketing channels that they use, sometimes even the only one, they put a lot of importance on it. And since I'm in contact with business owners on a daily basis, I know how stressful social media can be for them. If you open the Instagram app, 20 Instagram gurus will tell you that you have to post at least daily, if not multiple times a day, to stay top of mind with your audience and to not upset the almighty algorithm. So obviously business owners are becoming very stressed about posting regularly and about posting the right things. In this episode, I want to talk to you about ways that you can use as a business owner to avoid social media burnout and feeling stressed about it on a daily basis. Before we get into this episode, a little disclaimer. As you know, I am a social media manager. I create, I don't even know how many posts per week, but it's definitely more than 20, probably more than that for my clients and also for myself. And I also get social media burnout. If someone tells you that they have never gotten social media burnout or they are not stressed about social media posting at all, then either they just don't really care about it or they are lying to you. Because I know a lot of big creators in the industry who are stressed out and I have seen a lot of accounts that have been around at least as long as I have and they have all dropped off at some stage because they had to take a break. So if social media stresses you, let me tell you that you are not alone in this. So here are my tips. The first thing that I had to learn to not feel so stressed about posting on social media is the fact that Instagram is not your business. It's simply a tool to market your business. I think this is especially difficult to understand for online business owners who really rely on social media to market themselves and it can sometimes feel like the boundary between social media and your actual business is a bit blurry. Your business can be wildly successful and at the same time your Instagram cannot and the other way around as well. Just because your Instagram is going well that doesn't mean that your business is going well. I have managed pages before that haven't really gotten a lot of engagement but the business behind the page made multiple figures in that same period. Just like I know of wildly successful Instagram pages that aren't really making a lot of buck. So the first thing that you need to do is to separate the two from each other and understand that, yeah, it is important to market yourself on social media, but your business is not going to fail if you don't post for a week because you're on holiday or because you posted something that didn't get the engagement that you thought it would. All in all, it's an important tool, 
but you decide how much importance you give to it. I made a little post a while ago when all of these changes on Instagram were announced and a lot of people were completely freaking out. <laughs> Not about my post, about the changes, I mean. I made this post where I talked about the fact that you decide where you put your energy. You, of course, can focus on all the things that you cannot control, like how people interact with your content, how a platform plays out your content, or in general, usage trends on these platforms. You can focus on that, but in the end, that will put more pressure on you and stress you out because you cannot control these things. Or you focus on the things that you can control, like your attitude towards things or the way you approach certain challenges. The next time your post doesn't get a lot of engagement, try to not see it with discouragement, but see it as a challenge to do better next time. And when you decide to put your energy into things that you can control, I can guarantee you that you will feel less stressed about your social media and more powerful in your attitude towards it. My second tip is that it's okay to take breaks. In fact, I strongly encourage you to take regular scheduled breaks. I'm saying scheduled breaks because when I feel like I need a break, it's mostly already almost too late, as in I'm already stressed out and that is why I need a break. So ideally, you want to take breaks to avoid feeling that stress in the first place. At the end of July, we had a little holiday in Rotorua, which is one of the places on the North Island here in New Zealand. And at the accommodation, we didn't have Wi-Fi. I could have stressed out about it and been like, oh my God, we're not going to have Wi-Fi. I can't be posting on my social media. I obviously still had mobile data, but you know, you get the idea. But I was actually quite happy about that because I took it as a sign to disconnect, take a break from posting on social media and from consuming it as well. And it was really, really nice. Again, this comes back to what I just said before. Putting importance on things that you cannot control, like there not being any Wi-Fi, or seeing it as a challenge or a chance to detox. That's up to you. Obviously, each person is different. Some people can take a lot of social media consumption and not feel burned out. And for others, being on social media daily already feels stressful. So you need to figure out for yourself what amount of social media you can handle and when it is time to take a break. This might take you a little while to figure out, but that's kind of part of the deal. Something I do consciously is not bringing my phone into certain areas of our house. For example, our bedroom is a phone-free zone. At night, my phone stays in my office instead of on my nightstand. This has helped me tremendously in not checking my phone first thing in the morning or late at night. I talked about this in episode 24, I think. If you're interested in hearing more about my social media breakup. <laughs> but yeah, in general, I recommend to have certain phone-free areas in your home and also during certain times of your day. For example, no social media after dinner or before bed. If you find this hard at first, and I can tell you I certainly did, you can use time limits on your phone or download apps that block your social media apps so you really can't open them 
uh, during a certain time frame. I think I used off time, but most phones should have these limits already available as a default as well. Or you can do it the other way around and schedule times where you do check your socials. That helps me as well to be more in the moment when I'm replying to comments or DMs. And I also avoid checking my socials 20 times a day for no reason. And if you want to take a really, really drastic social media break, then book yourself a place where they don't have Wi-Fi, put your phone on airplane mode and force yourself to have a break. And when you put your Wi-Fi back on, you'll see that you didn't miss out on anything and the world kept spinning. Okay, so far we've talked more about using and consuming social media, but I know that for a lot of business owners, the main stress factor in social media is that they can't keep up with posting or they don't know what to post in the first place. There are different ways to tackle these problems. One of them is obviously hiring a social media manager. In case you need one, let me know. I might know someone <laughs> um, that can take this off your hands, but you... If you don't currently have the budget for that, there are other ways as well. What I find helps most business owners are two things. First of all, understanding what to post, so what kind of content you should be posting. And secondly, setting up systems that work for them. Now, explaining number one and adapting it to your business, that's something that I do with my coaching clients in our sessions. But it basically comes down to things like doing proper market research, understanding their audience and putting that knowledge into posts. The second option is more relevant if you already have a clear understanding of your target audience, but you just lack the ability to stay consistent. Systems like a content calendar or content pillars can really help you with this. Let me know if you'd like me to record an episode on how to set up a content calendar correctly and most importantly, how to keep on filling it month after month. This is my bread and butter, so I have a lot of tips to share here. In fact, I'm actually currently working on a mini course on content calendars that I am doing for Teachable's Course Creator Starter Pack. If you haven't heard about that before, it's Teachable's membership for aspiring entrepreneurs, and it contains workshops, content, and other resources by big names in the online industry. For example, Elise Dharma, just to name one. And from September onwards, probably, also me. So this is a really, really exciting project for me. And the course is coming together very nicely. So if you want to see it, let me know and I can send you the link to sign up that just as a side note. Now, other systems that you might find useful are things like a Trello board or what I use to plan my content with is Airtable. These are tools that you can use to make things easier for you so you don't have to run after your social media every single day, but you can, what is going to be my last tip, batch create your content. Believe me, I have tried a lot of different ways to create content and what works best for me personally is to batch create. Instead of creating a post whenever you want it to go out, sit down and do a few posts on the same day that you then schedule to be automatically posted later on. This will help you to be more consistent and also helps you alleviate the stress of having to do social media every single day. This is also really useful because let's be honest, we're not always as creative and motivated <laughs> to do content on any given day. So you can really take advantage of those days when you are motivated and inspired. 
I mostly do my own content on Mondays, so I know that it's done for the week and then I can focus on client work for the rest of the week and don't have to think about my own anymore. Again, for clients as well, I don't make one piece of content on Monday, then one on Wednesday. I batch create. I will make their four posts for the week, send it off to them, and that's that. Definitely try it out. I can guarantee you it will relieve a lot of stress that you don't need in your life as a busy business owner. Those were my four tips on how to avoid social media burnout as a business owner. Again, as I said before, this really depends on you and your habits. But these are just the things that have helped me to keep my sanity as someone who spends a lot of time on social media and creates a lot of posts. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. So if you try one of these tips and they help you, please let me know on Instagram. I would love to hear it. I always love to hear from you guys and it means a lot to me when you listen to my podcast. I will hear you next time when it's again time to talk socials.